Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains, and break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high. It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky. We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed. Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud. And it's good morning from the concrete gang, a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. Good morning, Gorilla. Good morning, String Bean, and Annie on the panel. Here we all are for another exciting week in the construction industry, good and bad. Good lead, morning. In the lead up to good morning. Weekend. Can you just shut up for a minute so we can say good morning? Good no. morning. Good morning, listeners. You should be worn out after this week, I'll tell you. That was a good short morning, sa- listeners. Very short safari last. He's, we've had the safari and we, it's over. Oh, it's I mi- gone. I missed that. Buzzer. Was I lucky I missed it? No, it was pretty good. I think the listeners would have enjoyed it. It was well. He's pretty- on. A, he's on another safari at the moment with Keynes, but anyway, stay tuned. <laughs> yes, indeed. We still managed to fit a whole show in. Yeah, it was impressive. No, we had some uh, observations to make about the situation of ordinary people in South Africa and how that contrasts with. Life in Australia and Melbourne in particular, and our industry, and uh, I got to say, it was worth listening to. So, congratulations, Buzzer, and uh, he's got another safari today because his son's turned eighteen. So, happy oh. birthday to his son! So, he reckons he's got to take him on a pub crawl. Buzzer and his son, what a day! Do- what would that double pay? Would you get your money back on that double? No way, no way. <laughs> but I, got, I, I should also say that. Uh, was a bit uncertain as to who was chaperoning who in South <laughs> Africa. I think uh, Jack got the worst of the deal. He had to do the job. So yeah. the young bloke who Buzz has been teaching how to drive is going to be released on our roads soon? Yeah, is that what yeah. you're saying? Well, I'm not sure if he's got his licence yet, but I'll tell you what, mate. They had to shut down Geelong when he was given um, driving lessons, old Buzzer. <laughs> Okay, let's uh, talk about what's happening in the coming week. And uh, first up, of course, is the Change the Rules Rally. And uh, 
hopefully we've been having site meetings all around the industry and making sure that we are going to get everybody there. We're looking to uh, have over 150,000 people there to basically push not only the federal government but also the Labor opposition along the lines of getting some fairness back into the industrial relations system in this country and that's going to require changing the rules, that's going to require changing the law, particularly the Fair Work Act which is such an impediment to ordinary working people getting a decent deal. So where is it? What time? Where is it? Trades Hall? Trades Hall, 10.30am, Tuesday the 23rd. Be there or be square. And bring everyone you can. Bring your mates, your mum, your dad, your dog. Kids. Kids. Family. Family. Everyone. It's What are you doing? Because it's really about, you know, low... It's not about us getting a pay rise. The, the slogan is Australia needs a pay rise, but, you know, we do all right about in that everyone. department. But it's about all the low-income workers getting a minimum wage rise and just getting our rights back so we can get ourselves a pay rise. Getting them back their uh, penalty rates for the weekends and all that water, Jake. That is close. Well, just on that subject, uh, there's been uh, some further commentary in the media from such a luminary, trade union luminary as Martin Ferguson. Ex-ACT, ex-General Secretary of the Miscellaneous Workers Union, ex President of the ACTU, an ex-Labor Member of Parliament and Government Minister under uh, Keating and Hawke, if I remember correctly. Well, Martin's come out and canned the Federal Court for making a decision that actually did something for workers, i.e. those people who work regular hours, long-term employment, but are called casuals and haven't been getting holiday pay, etc., Federal Court handed down the decision in relation to the New South Wales branch of the CFMEU Mining Division. Uh, It was a good decision. We're not talking about people who are employed as casuals on an occasional basis. We're talking about people who worked month after month, had set shifts, but were called casuals, and uh, the companies obviously were reducing the cost of labour. Well, the Federal Court to their credit, turn that decision over. Now every employer organisation in the country is whinging and moaning and uh, the federal government's threatening to change the law so the federal court decision is overturned. And who supports them? Martin Ferguson. So Martin Ferguson is going to be a nomination but it only goes to show that the policies of past governments need to be changed. And, of course, there's an appeal on that decision uh, coming from WorkPAC, who are the yep. labour hire mob labor who are hire trying hire. to get away with this permanent casual rot. And who's jumped in with them to support their court case? Our good friend Kelly O'Dwyer. Oh. The IR minister under slow-mo. Slow-mo. And what else is Kelly O'Dwyer pushing this week? The Ensuring Integrity Bill. It's back again. Yes, it's failed this week, but they had a real red-eyed go at trying to get up legislation which would undo union amalgamations, would impose rules as to who can be a union official determined by the intervention of employers and government, not the members of the union, and generally add another layer of uh, destruction to the trade union movement. And we got even got to the stage where the Age newspaper said it for what it is, 
a union-busting exercise. Absolutely. And this is the mob that want to threaten workers. Like if you walk out on Tuesday, they want to threaten them with fines, every worker. Not allowed to stop work. But they stop work for a whole week to knife That's Turnbull right. and put in slow-mo. And now Barnaby's going to have a crack, so they might have to stop work again. Barnaby's soon. back. Oh. Yeah. Barnaby's back. <laughs> oh, Barnaby. So they stop work whenever they have a bit of an internal issue, but and that's another, all good. Another book coming up, Barnaby. But if we want to fight for our rights, apparently we're not allowed. And, of course, those who have been able to look after themselves, like the CFMEU, cop a special bit of treatment because they want to bust us back to the same standards as everybody else. We've been able to keep going regardless Despite 15 years of Royal Commission's legislation, codes and bullshit. Millions of dollars of fines. Millions mm. of dollars in fines. We've kept going. We've still delivered wage rises and working conditions, health and safety in this industry. But apparently that is a crime against humanity and it must be stopped. Well, apart from trying to send the union break, they're now individual fines for officials. They're trying to take their houses off them and send the officials, you know, take their money off them, send them break. I mean, what else? what's left? Maybe your kids and grandkids are going to go after them. Well, they're going to sell the children, are they? <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> that's, that's all that's left, isn't it? Integrity. they just got to ensure integrity. That's, that's what integrity. this Liberal government wants to do. <laughs> Well, they, they certainly need some. I don't know. Maybe they're going to try and steal it off us. Well, at this stage, we don't know the outcome of the Wentworth by-election. That oh. should be a great day's entertainment for everybody. Where even the Liberal candidate came out and opposed uh, some statements made by the uh, Liberal government during the week. Uh, extraordinary stuff. We are now going to move the embassy to Jerusalem because oh. that's the right thing to do. Can't fix up issues that have been raised by the Aboriginal Tent Embassy for decades. But no, we are going to move to Jerusalem because our mate, Donnie Trump, who first of all said, and I quote, you know, this was a disgrace and we are going to take action for the murder of a uh, Saudi journalist in Istanbul. By an hour later, he was um and an hour and he wasn't so sure. Yeah, the wouldn't, wouldn't they mess up the arms deal, though? Especially when the oil prices went up, they changed his mind, didn't it? Oh. Folks. The old tank was put in reverse, was it? Yes, beep, it was. Beep, beep. <laughs> but that embassy change has nothing to do with the by-election, nothing, nothing to, do to do with the with high it. Jewish population in Wentworth. Yep. And just because it didn't go through cabinet and got rushed through, nothing to do with the by-election, don't you worry. And what did they do? What just they do? to finish their fantastic campaign in Wentworth, they bought... Poor old Johnny Howard out of retirement and off. drove him around <laughs> talking Dust. to people. You've got to. Doesn't matter that they stuffed up. That uh, paraphrasing him, he said at one point in the TV interview. Doesn't matter. You think you're unhappy with them. They stuffed up all the rest of it, but we can't let them lose. <laughs> this is the work choices bloke who lost his own seat. Yeah, oh, oh, what a hero. Yeah. Listen, right I'll tell you what, we should cut the track and give, give them a break because we'll, and we'll come back with some job news. What do you reckon? So, yes, indeed. Yeah. So, a little bit of respect for the late and great Aretha Franklin and a... And none, none for the Liberals. And none for the Liberals. Chain of fools.
There it is, Chain of Fools. It's a special tune for our, our Liberal friends. They're going well that, uh, in Parliament, aren't they, uh, Young Warren? Oh, I'm just waiting for next week to uh, have a little uh, trip down memory lane for what might happen this weekend because if Barnaby's on the move, they lose Wentworth and all the rest of the shit that could happen to them. It's gross, isn't it? Good watching. Get the popcorn out for Saturday night. Hey, listen, let's give the punters a bit of a break from all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do me longy Molly. Molly, um, I went and saw her. I Don't went... get on any ladders, for God's okay. sake. <laughs> I'm not good on ladders either. <laughs> right, uh, your Molly Meldrum report? Well, I went to see a band I never heard of. And they're called The Pretty Things. Now, I don't know how many of the punters out there would have heard of them, but they, they've, they've been on tour for 50 years. The lead guitarist actually played it was a member of the Rolling Stones. <coughs> uh, I think his name's Dick Taylor, I think. Um, and uh, when they came on stage, mate, I, I thought he'd be lucky to make his amp to plug his guitar in. But, mate, it was one of the best rock and roll shows or psychedelic rock I've ever seen. Uh, the three of them about, I reckon, uh, in their 70s. The other two young blokes are probably, you know, obviously younger, about 20 or 30 or something. But honestly, one of the best. I saw them at the tote, the old tote in Collingwood. And uh, a great a great spot to see the bands. But it was unbelievable. So if you, I don't know if you'll ever get a chance to get in the soon, But uh, I think they're off in uh, Paris or somewhere now. But one of the greatest live acts I've ever seen. So... The Tote was a still a good music live music venue. Yeah, yeah, it's got the sticky carpet. That, that's that's grouse, isn't it? Yeah, and, I, and um, don't wear your thongs because you might leave them behind. Actually, I had me thongs on. <laughs> Everyone was going crook about me wearing thongs. I, I can't. They reckon I won't get in. I said, you got to be kidding. What in the Tote with wearing thongs, please? There's too many stuck in the carpet. They don't want to lose any more. <laughs> they did. They did get rid of the pole on the stage. That was a big innovation at the Tote. 55 years of live performing. Unbelievable. Unbelievable band. So, unfortunately, probably won't get a chance to see them live again. I don't know if they'll be coming out again, but they all sold out all their shows. Everywhere they're going around the world, they're sold out already. So, unreal. Real, really great show. Right. Now, some job news. Uh, a little mention of something that hit the uh, airwaves during the week. And that is in relation to the Metro Tunnel Early Works and the dust problem. Now, our good friends, John Hollands, absolute geniuses when it comes to occupational health and safety, had not put uh, anything in place to keep the dust suppressed in confined and underground space as excavation continues down to where the tunnel will commence. Now, there's an argument. WorkSafe failed miserably. Surprise. Surprise. And uh, anyway, at the end of it all, they agreed to bring in an independent uh, hygienist who actually monitored the work areas over a period of time and came back with the results that there was clearly particles of dust in the air in excess of what is considered to be and it's a, not exactly the highest standard in the world, but it's considered to be at least reasonable. They failed, and there was an argument about it, but at the end of it, uh, the joint venture, the CYP venture, at this point in time, felt some uh, embarrassment, so they decided to put it on John Hollands, which is part of their joint venture, and the dust issue is being addressed. 
I make this observation. We're only talking about a couple of excavations adjacent to Swanston Street. Wait till the whole bloody thing gets going. And there'll be dust coming up out of all of these uh, points of excavation and the tunnel itself. So, folks, this dust issue, and we can get uh, very excited about the issues of silicosis and all the rest of it, but just the dust issue alone. Base level, there's a lot of problems that the industry face with dust, and when you get into a high-density metropolitan uh, area like the CBD, it's going to get out of hand completely. And if WorkSafe and Comcare, who are responsible for the health and safety of companies like John Hollands, who have federal uh, workers' comp uh, policies, we are going to be facing a major issue in the centre of Melbourne. You'd think with all the publicity around the silica dust lately, they'd be a bit more aware of it. There's been a lot of stuff about there's a health crisis going on, Queensland and here. We talked about that last week or the week before. A lot of that stuff is engineered stone in off-site uh, workshops where basic uh, ventilation issues are not addressed. But this, I reckon, is I reckon a, this is going to be on a scale that people have not appreciated for a very long time. I reckon the biggest problem is going to be the concrete. Because all the chemicals they put in that these days, different slumps, different this, different that, they put massive amount of chemicals in concrete now. I reckon that's going to be a bit of a red heron, you might say, me old mate. Absolutely. Yeah. Just from the old Dr. Long here, mate. Just a <laughs> the lung respiratory specialist. Well, you know, I had said that for quite a while, but anyone who'd listen to me. Okay, moving along. Multiplex had an issue on site uh, last weekend. No, it wasn't Multiplex. Wasn't Multiplex? Oh yeah, sorry. The, multiplex. Yeah, the crane. And it was Doctor Gorilla. Doctor Gorilla, yeah. Um, so uh, the form workers crane crew. Yes. Yeah, so so no, it wasn't. Um, so Multiplex in the city. The crane the crane driver was climbing the tower, and he went went to the last tower. It's a shorter shorter t- uh, ladder. Shorter ladder goes into the actual crane or onto the deck, and he slipped and came down a couple of metres and uh, landed awkwardly on the tower. So they got him down uh, safely. I don't think he was too bad. We haven't got a full report on his injuries, but I don't think he was too bad. But nothing broken. Nothing broken. Yes, yeah, so it could. But it, but we uh, we kept the work safe bloke happy because he, he left that job, and then went out and won a job in my area, which was uh, ABD Group out in Carnegie where the panel truck had taken down the gantry and the scaffold out the front and landed it all on the live power. power. Um, so that, that he was lucky he wasn't electrocuted. Lucky, obviously, the rubber tyres probably saved the truck driver. Um, but to fix it, unfortunately, last Saturday was, what was it, Caulfield Guineas Day, wasn't it? Yes. And to fix it, they needed to shut the power down. And shutting the power down would have shut the trains down. So they had to wait till uh, the, 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 all the race goers had left Caulfield t- till they could do that, so they could fix the problem up. But very lucky. So just there's, there's quite a few incidents happening. So just we send the message out. We do this every year. It was getting closer and closer to Christmas. Just slow down, everyone. Just slow down. We don't make these unrealistic um, dates to finish these jobs. The bosses do at your health and safety risk. Because it, it's, it's getting worse and worse, these, what they're agreeing to to finish the jobs in what time. 
and they push, push, push all the blokes, and then we start hitting bad injuries and people get killed. So just everyone slow down a bit. Righto, let's go to Scallywags. Gone a bit earlier than that. We should have gone a bit early, but I think there's a few things to talk about as we go through with Scallywags. Oh, okay. Because just following on, on the dust issue, our good friends WorkSafe have been uh, asked to visit a number of precast yards to deal with the issue of concrete dust, a silica-based product, as we all know, and so far, WorkSafe have failed miserably. Again? Again. Now, if we're going to have problems in a precast yard, which is organised, what are we going to get with the unorganised precast yards that companies like uh, CPB and all them want to form up in Benalla? And uh, we're going to have people on not only shit agreements, as was approved this week, they are going to be producing product in the country with very little supervision, not only industrially, but in terms of occupational health and safety. And if people don't think there is a problem with dust, they are kidding themselves. And it's not just engineered stone which is the problem. Exposure to concrete dust over an extended period of time in massive amounts is also clearly a problem which gets addressed and has been addressed over the years, but the standards fall away very, very quickly. And if WorkSafe are not going to do the business at this stage, we can expect a whole lot more. And I thought the government had actually committed to some serious action on silica dust after all the exposure. I I wish they'd just commit to some serious action on WorkSafe. Well, that was the intention, I thought. They were going to, they were going to blitz it. WorkSafe were going to do a blitz, and they've fallen at a the blitz. first hurdle. A blitz, blitz. Yeah. Righto. Look, look up blitz in the dictionary. You wouldn't say WorkSafe next door, do <laughs> Righto. Who have we got? We've got uh, Martin Ferguson for his efforts on behalf of the bosses. Lifetime, you su- you lifetime su- award. You, you sucked a living out of the trade union movement the Labor Party and the rest of it, and now you are going the opposite way. You and your mates like, uh, well, there's been a few of them, hasn't there? There's been a few. And, Working uh, for the other side. Oh, yeah, and uh, the, of course his good mate from just down the road uh, was actual leader of the opposition, Latham. Oh, hey? another wow. top bloke. Oh, there's some, there's some great people out there and they're all friends. Righto, John Hollands for their very poor performance in relation to uh, dust at the Metro Tunnel Early Works. ABD. ABD for trying to blame the truck driver, which and is having ridiculous. Nothing, and having nothing in place with, in a, such a confined area, had no real spotting traffic control. They had one bloke out the front, as I understand it. No with, signage of how, how, how high the um, gantry was, No, none of that. Nothing in place. Absolutely negligent. And talk about unrealistic timelines. They thought that was going to be a quick fix, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Jeez. What, uh, about the, what about the bill? Oh. Right. Now, I'm also going Reminds me of our mates in Richmond, Clark Grains. I'm yeah. also going to nominate CPB and John Hollands for their efforts to uh, try and stop the site allowance, which has been determined for subcontractors on the Westgate Tunnel project. They are trying to put it on people not to comply with 
their EBAs and the disputes process under those EBAs, which have delivered a $8.90 per hour side allowance. We're getting it fought by Wagstaffs in the Fair Work Commission, and they never appear, just uh, CPB. And also now they're putting it on some of the smaller subbies, and uh, the battle is going to go on. Last but not least, our good friends, Kane Constructions. Kane Constructions, doing the Melbourne University job down in Werribee, the veterinary clinic, um, or whatever it is, the college. Veterinary college. Veterinary college. Um, Shocker of a job coming up almost every week. And they had an incident involving a knuckle boom. Um, but before WorkSafe could get there, Canes tried to move the knuckle boom, you know, get it out of the get it out of the way. So when the rep calls no on that and, and they isolate that, uh, it's discovered that the stickers, the servicing stickers, are, have got the uh, incorrect dates on there. And um, they whip that sticker off and get it away before WorkSafe can come and have a look at that. And leave it out of all of the reporting. Nothing about the servicing or issues there. So, as you do, unbelievable stuff. It's like fraudulent activity, really, isn't it? That stuff. Um, so yeah, WorkSafe. <laughs> I mean, we've nominated them too. Right. Good, good thing the unions there, but yeah, Keynes just can't get it right. Who are we going with? Who's our scallywag for this week? Keynes. Assuming Martin Ferguson have a lifetime award. <laughs> Uh, we could go somewhere else. I think WorkSafe, because they've got a couple of issues there. Maybe. Ah, we give them a mention. Yeah. I reckon Canes. We haven't mentioned them for a while, have we? No, we haven't mentioned them for a while, though I'm a bit partial to your original suggestion of ABD. All right, we'll go with that, because we're running out of time. Righto. <laughs> ABD, you are scallywags of the week. Special cheery to Richard Cutler while he's down at Port Sea. We were sorting out all the problems. And have we got a Sukilawa? Ah... Uh, Martin Ferguson. Yeah, righto. <laughs> we've squeezed him in, yeah, the rat. Squeezed him. We've, oh. rat. Righto. So we've got ABD for their disaster down in uh, the southeastern suburbs with the Carnegie. Pre- of Carnegie, the precast truck. And Sookie Lala is Martin Ferguson having a sook up on behalf of the bosses. And we'll go in the same old way. Dare to struggle. Dare, Dare to win. win. If, if you, you don't fight, fight you lose. lose. Good morning from the Concrete Gang. And we're going to go out with Bob Marley. Get up, stand up, stand up for your right. Get up, stand up, stand up for your right. Get up, stand up, stand up for your right. Get up, stand up. Don't give up the fight. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast. Produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.